This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Merrill Reese, we're getting into week two of the NFL season as the Eagles get ready to host the L.A. Rams. Uh, we're still talking a little bit about week one and the debacle that was in Washington, but we're also looking ahead a little bit to week two. Um, one thing you brought up to me before we started our conversation this morning, and you are totally correct about this, is if you look at the NFC East standings right now, there is only one team that has a winning record, and that is the Washington football team. And I think you and I could both agree that uh, the Washington football team will probably not win the NFC East. So you're not too overly concerned right now, I can tell. Well, I'm concerned because you don't want to lose an opener, and I'm concerned because you don't want to lose in the way in which they lost, where you build a 17-0 lead and then totally collapse. So that concerns me. But uh, it's a little early to become chicken little. The, uh, the sky is not falling yet. And I think most of us felt that way in the aftermath of that game. But a full day has passed. And now we've seen Dallas lose. And we've seen the Giants lose. Not that the Giants are a team that is expected to go too far. But the Eagles are 0-1. That's all they are. And they have a very good Rams team coming in. But that Rams team is a team that they've beaten the last couple of times out there that they've played them. And I think there's always an extra matter of pride when Carson Wentz is playing and Jared Goff, the quarterback who who was drafted ahead of him in his draft year, is on the other side. So there are a lot of factors that will be involved in this game. So I would not say right now, well, the season's over, they're They've got huge problems. They're not going to solve them. It's over. We're one game in. There are 15 to go. And I know all about the percentages. Oh, there's only an 11% chance if you lose your first two games. I'm not interested in those percentages right now. I'm, I'm interested in seeing the Eagles play a good game and win against the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, I mean, we've seen we've seen the Eagles lose the first two games before and come back. And I mean, and I mean, obviously the percentages are small, but immediately what stands out to me is 2003 when they lost uh, the first two games at the link. They lost the Monday nighter to the Bucks, and then they lost the next week to Brady and the Patriots. And they ended up winning what 12 games that year and going to the NFC Championship game. So they could. You're right. You're totally correct. They could easily turn it around. One thing that would help Merrill is if they got a little bit healthier. Now, Doug, at his day after press conference yesterday, had some updates, some slightly encouraging, if you take Doug for his word, and others uh, not so much encouraging. How hopeful are you that um, Lane Johnson, Miles Sanders, and Derek Barnett will play against the Rams? Well, I don't have any inside medical information, but based on what Doug is telling us, there's a pretty good chance. Uh, I think the key the most important of those three to play, of course, as good as Miles Sanders is, and he's terrific, 
But I think the most important person of those three is Lane Johnson. You need him back. He's one of the best tackles in the National Football League. You need him back to help stabilize that offensive line. That's number one. And if you get Miles Sanders back, it's a big bonus. And then if you get Derek Barnett back, it helps even more. So you want to be as, as strong as you possibly can going into that Rams game. But uh, we'll see. Doug said that they're going to get uh, more work at practice this week. So like you said, we'll see how that transpires. Uh, Brandon Graham is in concussion protocol, and that could go many different ways. And then um, Vinnie Curry and Craig James have significant injuries, and they will, Doug said, will miss some time. How worried are you about the defensive line? Concerned, but not overly concerned, because I think this is the strongest area of that team. Uh, I, Fletcher Cox is capable of, of being an absolute wrecker on, a, on an offense. He, but, and, and I was very thrilled when they got uh, Javon Hargrave as a free agent. I think putting him next to Fletcher Cox is going to make that line unstoppable. I thought Malik Jackson played very well. So I'm not, that's not an area that really concerns me. I think they'll be fine. Uh, Merrill, so the injuries thing, like, it's amazing. They didn't have any preseason games. Yeah, the, it was a different type of offseason, different type of preseason with, the, with a different ramp up. But injuries always seem to be a problem with this Eagles team dating back to the Super Bowl year. Uh, why do you think that is? I think injuries always seem to be a problem with every team because of the nature of football, where these huge bodies collide at full speed. It's just part of the game. And I think we're more focused on Eagles injuries than the other teams because we're here. But look, Dallas also had a, a very significant injury the other night. They lost a great linebacker, the young, talented linebacker, Van Esch. So who knows how long he's out. But if you look around the league and some of the injuries, I mean, Denver lost Von Miller. It's all over we're just more focused on the Eagles. Merrill, uh, yesterday, Doug, at his day after press conference, and also with, with his interview on WIP in the morning, he defended his aggressiveness. And we discussed this a little bit yesterday about how, yes, Doug won a Super Bowl by being aggressive. And on Sunday, it backfired. And he's going to get praised if it works, or he's going to get criticized if, if it backfired. But when thinking about the way that he was aggressive on Sunday, starting with that first interception late in the second quarter when they're deep in their territory and they have everything in control. And that was obviously the turning point. Do you think that was the right time and place for that type of call, that type of aggressive call? Not necessarily Doug being aggressive, but that type of decision Doug made. Well, my opinion really doesn't matter on something like this because I, I tend to be pretty conservative in my football thinking. I go back to the fact that I thought the Philly special, at that point they should have taken the three points, and it turns out to be one of the most, not one of, probably the most unique and talked about player play in Eagles history. So that is who Doug is. No coach puts himself under more evaluation than Doug Peterson and he has a style and he stays with it and he's been successful. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won two division titles. They've been to the playoffs these three years in a row. So I, I Doug has to be who he is. Uh, would he do it again in the same situation? I don't know. He, 
he evaluates himself very, very critically. But uh, he's a strong coach, and he goes with what has worked for him in the past. Let's just say, hypothetically, they run the ball, and they run the clock out, and they go to halftime up 17-0. Obviously, Wentz played really poorly in the second half. Everybody did. Um, But if they run the ball in that situation – do you think they win the game because they don't give Washington that momentum at that place in time? Well, I think it did, but it, that really didn't concern me as much because Doug made a point. He said he's seen teams come lose uh, who were up 27-7. to he, His thing is to get more points. My problem with that, late in the first half, throwing the ball, I think that my problem was the pass itself was a contested pass thrown to rookies. If if Wentz had thrown to a wide-open receiver, I have no problem with that. It was the pass itself was not a well-thrown pass. Carson was really, really good to start the game. He, I mean, he was, he was incredible. I mean, that was as good as, as we've seen him, maybe minus the MVP caliber season. But after that, he was holding on to the ball too long. You guys brought it up on the radio. It was brought up to Doug yesterday. And it's like, why is this still a problem with Carson? Um, so I'll ask you, Merrill, why, why do you think that Carson Wentz still has an issue with getting rid of the ball too late? It is an issue, and it's something that he has to work on. It's not unusual when you have a really athletic quarterback, a quarterback who is used to being a, a star who can get out of situations and extend plays. We used to have that go back years, but one year Randall Cunningham was sacked over 100 times. I can assure you that 50 of those were not the fault of the offensive line. Athletic quarterbacks want to extend plays and make plays. But I watched the Steelers last night beat the Giants, and I saw how quickly Roethlisberger gets rid of the football. And I always thought of of Wentz uh, athletically as kind of a Roethlisberger, who earlier in his career made a lot of plays with his legs. But he's a big, strong quarterback, but he doesn't hold it long. And I, uh, I hope this is something that will come as Carson goes along. Certainly, Doug harps on it a lot at practice. Well, we will see what happens against the Rams and going forward. Merrill, last one I have, have for you, and it kind of piggybacks off of what you kind of just alluded to, you watching Pittsburgh Giants last night, Monday Night Football. We are uh, one week into the NFL season. The first week of games has passed, and I know you watch a lot of football in addition to calling the Eagles games. What are your overall thoughts on week one in the NFL this season? Actually, I thought it would be sloppier than it has been. Every September is usually sloppy because the regulars play so little in the preseason. I thought the quality of the football would be worse. Uh, Instead, it's been okay. It's been business as usual, and I think it's going to only get better. And hopefully it gets better fast for the Eagles. Well, Merrill, uh, the coordinators talk today, some of the players talk today, and we will chat with you tomorrow morning and get more of your thoughts. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.